act four of miles gloriosus the braggart captain by titus Maccius plautus translated by henry thomas riley eighteen sixteen to eighteen seventy eight this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org act the fourth scene one enter pergo polynices and polystrio tis a pleasure what you do if it succeeds agreeably and to your mind for i this day have sent my parasite to king seleucus to lead those soldiers that i have levied hence to seleucus in order that they may defend his kingdom till i have leisure to attend in person why don't you attend to your own concerns rather than those of seleucus what a charming new proposal is being offered to you through me as the negotiator well then i lay all other things aside and i give my attention to you speak out my ears in fact i surrender at your disposal look around then that no one here may be an eavesdropper for our discourse for this business was entrusted me to transact with you in private Pergo Polynices looks around. Is no one here? In the first place, receive from me this pledge of affection. Gives him the ring. What's this? Whence comes it? From a charming and a handsome lady, one who loves you and dotes upon your extreme beauty. Her maid just now gave me the ring that I might then give it to you. What? is she free-born or a freed woman made free from a slave by the praetor's rod <laughs> should i presume to be the bearer of a message to you from a person once a slave who cannot sufficiently answer the demands of the free women who are longing for you is she wife or is she widow she is both wife and widow in what way is it possible for the same woman to be a wife and a widow because she is a young woman married to an old man that's good she is of genteel and charming person beware of misrepresenting it is alone worthy to be compared with your own charms by my faith you make her cut to be a beauty but who is she the wife of that old gentleman periplicominus next door she is dying for you and wishes to leave him she hates the old fellow now she has begged me to entreat and beseech you that you will give her your support and assistance in faith i'm ready for my part if she desires it doesn't she long for it what shall we do with that mistress of mine who is at my house why do you bid her to be gone about her business wherever she chooses as her twin sister has come here to ephesus and her mother and they are come to fetch her ha what's that you say has her mother come to ephesus those say so who know it in faith a charming opportunity for me to turn the wench out of doors ay but do you wish to do the thing handsomely speak out and give me your advice 
do you wish to pack her off forthwith, that she may quit you with a good grace? I do so wish. Then this is the thing you must do. You have a superabundance of wealth. Bid the woman to keep as a present for herself the gold and trinkets which you have supplied her with, and to take herself off from your house wherever she likes. It pleases me what you say, but yet only think, if I should lose her, and the other change her mind. <laughs> You're over nice. A lady that loves you as her own eyes. Venus befriends me. Hist, hush. The door is opening. Come this way a little out of sight. Mil Fidipa comes out of the house of Periplocomenus. This is her flyboat, her go-between that's coming out there. How so? Flyboat? This is her maid that is coming out of the house. She that brought that ring which I delivered to you. In faith, she too is a prettyish wench. This one is a little monkey and an owl in comparison with the other. Do you see how she hunts around with her eyes and goes fouling about with her ears? They stand aside. Scene two. Enter. Mill Fittipa. Mill Fittipa as she enters. My circus, then, is before the house where my sports are to take place. I'll make pretense as though I didn't see them or knew as yet that they are here. Hush. Let's quietly listen whether any mention is made of me. Mill Fittipa aloud. Is there no one near at hand to attend to another's business rather than his own, to prowl after me to see what I'm about? No one who is feeding this evening at his own expense? I dread such men as these, lest they should now come in the way or prove an hindrance somehow. Should my mistress privately pass from her house this way, who is so enamoured of his person, who so dotes upon this very charming man with his exceeding beauty, the Captain Pyrgo Polynices? And doesn't she dote upon me too? She is praising my beauty. A faith, her language stands in need of no ashes. For what reason? Why, because her language is clean-spoken and far from slovenly. Whatever she says about yourself, she handles it in no slovenly way. And then, besides, she herself is a very pretty and a very dainty wench. Troth, indeed, she has made an impression already, palestrio at first sight. What? Before you have seen the other with your eyes? What I see in that I have faith for myself, for this mackerel, in the absence of the mullet, compels me to be in love with her. If faith, you really mustn't be falling in love with her. She's engaged to me. If the other weds you today, forthwith I shall take this one for my wife. Why then do you delay to accost her? Follow me this way, then. I am your lackey. At your heels, Melphitipa allowed. I wish that I had an opportunity of meeting him, on account of whom I came here out of doors. Pelistrio accosting her. It shall be so, and you shall have what you so greatly wish. Be of good courage, don't fear. There is a certain person who knows where that is which you are seeking. Who's that I hear at hand? 
the sharer of your plans and the partaker of your secrets. I faith, then, what I do conceal, I don't conceal. Ay, but still, you don't conceal it this way. How so? From the uninitiated you conceal them, I am sure and trustworthy to you. Give me the sign, if you are one of these votaries. A certain lady loves a certain gentleman. Faith, many ladies do that indeed. But not many ladies send a present from off their fingers. Ay, I know now. You've made the matter level for me instead of steep. But is there a certain person here? Either he is, or he is not. Come aside with me alone, in private. For a short or for a lengthy conversation? For three words only. Polistrio to Pergo Polynices. I'll return to you this instant. What? Shall I be standing here in the meanwhile with such charms and valorous deeds thus to no purpose? Submit to it and wait, for you am I doing this service. Make haste. I am tortured with waiting. You know that commodities of this kind are only wont to be reached step by step. Well, well, as is most agreeable to yourself. Polistrio aside. There is no stone more stupid than this fellow. I now return to you. To Milphitipa. What would you with me? Retires with her to distance. In the way in which I received it of you a short time since, I bring you back your clever lot. My story is as though she were dying with love for him. That I understand. Do you commend his beauty and his appearance, and make mention of his prowess? For that purpose I am armed at all points, as I have shown you before already. On the other hand, do you give all attention, and be on the watch, and take your cue from my words. Prithee do now, in fine, give me some share in this business. Step this way this instant, I beg. Polistrio goes up to him. Here I am. If you wish for aught, give me your commands. What is she saying to you? She is saying that her mistress is lamenting, and in tears is tormenting and afflicting herself because she wishes for you, and because she possesses you not. For that reason has she been sent here to you. Bid her approach. But do you know how you are to act? Pretend that you are full of disdain, as though it pleased you not. Exclaim against me, because I make you so common to the mob. I remember, and I'll follow your instructions. I'll call her then, who is inquiring after you. If she wants anything, let her come. Wench, if you want anything, step this way. Now, Philippa, approaching. Save you, charmer. She makes mention of my surname. May the gods grant you whatever you desire. To pass life with you is the wish of... You are wishing too much. I am not speaking of myself, but of my mistress, who is dying for you. Many others are waiting for the same thing, who have not the opportunity. By my troth, tis not to be wondered at. You set a high value on yourself, 
a person so handsome and so illustrious for his prowess and so valorous in his deeds oh was there ever any one more worthy to be a man Pelistria aside if faith the filthy fellow is not a human being indeed i think there is something more human in a vulture Virgo Polynices aside now i shall make myself of importance since she so praises me up struts about Pelistria aside do you see the blockhead how he struts to Virgo Polynices but will you not answer her she is the woman that's come from the lady whom i was mentioning just now but from which one of them for there are so many courting me i can't remember them all from her who strips her own fingers and adorns your fingers for i delivered to him pointing to Pelistrio. that ring from her who is sighing for you and then he to you tell me wench what is it you want then that you will not despise her who is sighing for you who lives now but in your life whether she is to exist or not her hope is in you alone what does she want then to talk with you to embrace you and to be intimate with you for unless you bring her succour she will soon be quite desponding in her mind come my achilles let that be done which i entreat save her charmer by your charming ways call forth your kind disposition stormer of cities slayer of kings oh by my troth tis a vexatious thing to Pelistrio. how often whip scoundrel have i forbidden you to make promises of my attention thus common do you hear that hussy i have told you already and i now tell you again unless a fee is given to this boar pig he cannot possibly throw away his attentions in any quarter a fee shall be given as large as he shall demand he requires a talent of gold in philippian pieces less he will take from no one oh by my troth that's too little surely by nature there's no avarice in me i have riches enough in faith i've more than a thousand measures full of philippian gold coins besides your treasures then of silver he has mountains not ingots etna is not so high milphidipa aside by the stars oh what a lie Pelistria to milphidipa aside how rarely i am playing him off and i how do i do it ain't i gulling him rarely but prithee do let me go now Pelistria to the captain but do you give her some answer either that you will do it or that you won't do it why cause this poor lady so much anguish of mind who has never deserved any ill of you bid her come to me herself tell her that i will do everything that she requires you act as if it is proper for you to act since you wish the same yourself that she is wishing Pelistria to himself aside no poor faculty of invention has she 
since you too have not scouted your petitioner and have suffered me to prevail upon you aside to polistrio how now haven't i played him off faith i couldn't refrain from laughing yes and for the same reason i turned in this direction away from you by my troth wench you don't understand how great an honour i am now paying her i know and i shall tell her so to another he could have sold his favours for his weight in gold i faith i believe you in that of those that are parents by him true warriors are born and his sons live eight hundred years melphidippa aside to polistrio fie on you for a fibber why straight on from age to age they live for a thousand years i spoke within limits for the reason that she mightn't suppose i was telling lies to her melphidippa aside i burst i die how many years will he live himself whose sons live so long wench i was born the day after jupiter was born of ops if he had only been born the day before the other was he would have had the realms of heaven melphidippa aside to polistrio now now prithee no more do let me get away from you if i can alive why don't you go then as you have your answer i'll go and i'll bring her here on whose behalf i am employed is there aught else you wish may i never be more handsome than i am at present so much trouble do my good looks cause me why do you stay now why don't you go i'm going polistrio aside to milfidipa and tell her too do you hear cleverly and correctly what has passed so that her very heart may leap for joy if philocamasium is there tell her to pass through into our house that the captain here she is there with my mistress for on the sly they have been overhearing this conversation twas cleverly done hereafter they will take their cue the more readily from this conversation you are delaying me i'm off i'm not delaying you nor touching you nor i'm mum bid her make haste to come out here we'll give our first attention to this matter especially melphidippa goes into the house of periplacominus scene three pergo polynices polystrio what do you advise me now to do palestrio about my mistress for this lady can by no means be received into my house before i have sent the other away why consult me what you are to do so far as i am concerned i have told you by what method that can be effected in the gentlest manner the gold trinkets and female clothing with which you have furnished her let her keep it all for herself let her take it be off and carry it away tell her that it is high time for her to go home say that her twin sister and her mother are come in company with whom she may go straight home how do you know that they are here because with my own eyes i've seen her sister here have you met her i have met her and did she seem a brisk wench you are wishing to have everything 
Where did the sister say her mother was? The captain that brought them told me she was in bed, on board the ship, with sore and inflamed eyes. This captain of the ship is lodging with them next door. And he, too, is a very fine fellow? Away with you, if you please. What have you to do with him? You have your hands quite full enough with the women. Attend to this for the present. As to that advice you were giving me, I wish you to have a few words with her upon that subject. For, really, a conversation on that subject with her is more becoming for you. What is more advisable than for you to go yourself and transact your own concerns? You must say that it is absolutely necessary for you to marry, that your relations are persuading, your friends are urging you. And do you think so? Why shouldn't I think so? I'll go in then. Do you in the meantime keep watch here before the house? That's when the other woman comes out. You may call me out. Do you only mind the business that you are upon? That indeed is resolved upon. For if she will not go out of her own accord, I'll turn her out by force. Do you take care how you do that, but rather let her go from your house with a good grace and give her those things that I mentioned? The gold trinkets and apparel with which you furnished her, let her take away. By my troth, I wish she would. I think you'll easily prevail upon her, but go indoors. Don't linger here. I obey you. Goes into his house. Felistri owe to the audience. Now, does he really appear to be anything different from what a while ago I told you he was, this wenching captain? Now it is requisite that Acrotolusium should come to me, her maid too, and Plusicles. Oh, Jupiter, and does not opportunity favor me in every respect? For those whom I especially wish to see, I perceive at this moment coming out here from our neighbors. Scene 4. Enter Acrotolutium, Melphidipa, and Plusicles from the house of Periplocomenus. Follow me. At the same time look around, that there may be no overlooker. Faith, I see no one, only him who we want to meet. Just as I want you. How do you do, our master plotter? I, the master plotter? Nonsense. How so? Because, in comparison with yourself, I am not worthy to fix a beam in a wall. Aye, indeed so. She's a very fluent and a very clever hand at mischief. How charmingly she did polish off the captain. But still not enough. Be of good courage. All the business is now prospering under our hands. Only do you, as you have begun, still give a helping hand. For the captain himself has gone indoors to entreat his mistress to leave his house with her mother and sister for Athens. Very good. Well done. Besides, all the gold trinkets and apparel which he himself has provided for the damsel... He gives her to keep as a present for herself. So have I recommended him. Really, it's easily done, if both she wishes it, and he desires it as well. Don't you know that when, from a deep well, you have ascended up to the top, there is the greatest danger, lest you should thence fall back again from the top? This affair is now being carried on at the top of the well. If the captain should have a suspicion of it, 
nothing whatever of his will be able to be carried off. Now most especially, we have need of clever contrivances. I see that there is material enough at home for that purpose. Three women, yourself the fourth, I am the fifth, the old gentleman the sixth. What an edifice of stratagems has been erected by us. I know for certain that any town seems as though it could be taken by these plans. Only do you lend your assistance. For that purpose are we come to you, to see if you wish for anything. You do what's apropos. Now to you do I assign this department. General, you shall assign me whatever you please, so far as I am capable. I wish this captain to be played off cleverly and adroitly. <laughs> if faith, you're assigning me what's a pleasure to me. But do you understand how? You mean that I must pretend that I am distracted with love for him? Right. You have it. And as though by reason for that love I had foregone my present marriage, longing for a match with him. Everything exactly in its due order, except only this one point. You must say that this house, pointing to the house of Periplicominus, was your marriage portion, that the old man had departed hence from you after you had carried out the divorce, lest he should be afraid just now to come here into the house of another man. You advise me well. But when he comes out from indoors, I wish you, standing at a distance there, so to make pretense, as though in comparison with his beauty you despised your own, as though you were struck with awe at his opulent circumstances. At the same time, too, praise the comeliness of his person, the beauty of his face. Are you tutored enough? I understand it all. Is it enough that I give you my work so nicely finished off that you cannot find a fault with it? I'm content. Now. Addressing Plusicles. In your turn, learn what charge I shall give to you. So soon as this shall be done, when she shall have gone in, then do you immediately take care to come here dressed in the garb of a master of a ship. Have on a broad-brimmed hat of iron-gray, a woolen shade before your eyes. Have on an iron-gray cloak, for that is the seaman's color. Have it fastened over the left shoulder, your right arm projecting out, your clothes some way well girded up. Pretend as though you are some master of a ship. And all these requisites are at the house of this old gentleman, for he keeps fishermen. Well, when I'm dressed out, why don't you tell me what I'm to do, then? Come here, and, in the name of her mother, bring word to Philocomasium that, if she were to return to Athens, she must go with you to the harbour directly, and that she must order it to be carried down to the ship if she wishes anything to be put on board. That if she doesn't go, you must weigh anger, for the wind is favourable. I like your plan much. Do proceed. The captain will at once advise her to go speedily, that she may not delay her mother. Every way you are clever. I shall tell him that she asks for me as a helper to carry her baggage down to the harbour. I shall go, and, understand you, I shall immediately be off with you straight to Athens. And when you have reached there, I'll never let you be ashore three days before you're free. Be off speedily, and equip yourself. Is there anything besides? Only to remember all this. I'm off. Exit. And do you? To Acro, to Lutium, and Melphidippa. Be off hence indoors this instant, for I'm quite sure that he'll just now be coming out hence from indoors. 
with us your command is as good as law come then be gone but see the door opens opportunely the women go into the house of periplicomenus scene five enter pergo polonices from his house what i wished i have obtained just as i wished on kind and generous terms that she would leave me for what reason am i to say that you have been so long indoors i never was so sensible that i was beloved by that woman as now why so how many words she did utter how the matter was protracted but in the end i obtained what i wanted and i granted her what she wanted and what she asked of me i made a present of you also to her what me too in what way shall i exist without you come be of good heart i'll make you free from her too but i used all endeavours if i could by any method persuade her to go away and not take you with her she forced me anyway in the gods and yourself i'll place my trust yet at the last although it is bitter to me that i must be deprived of an excellent master yourself at least it is a pleasure to me that through my means by reason of the excellence of your beauty this has happened to you with regard to this lady neighbour whom i am now introducing to you what need of words i'll give you liberty and wealth if you obtain her for me i'll win her but i'm impatient but moderation is requisite curb your desires don't be over-anxious but see here she is herself she is coming out of doors scene six enter acro to lutium and melphidippa from the house of periplocomenus mistress see the captain's near where is he only look to the left eye him askance that he mayn't perceive that we are looking at him i see him troth now's the time in our mischief for us to become supremely mischievous tis for you to begin acro to lutium aloud prithee did you see him yourself don't spare your voice so that he may hear by my troth i talked with his own self at my ease as long as i pleased had my leisure had my own discretion just as i wished pergo polynices to palestrio do you hear what she says i hear how delighted she is because she had access to you oh happy woman that you are how i do seem to be loved you are deserving of it by my troth tis passing strange what you say that you had access to him and prevailed they say that he is usually addressed like a king through letters or messengers but i faith twas with difficulty i had an opportunity of approaching and beseeching him how renowned you are among the fair i shall submit since venus wills it so by heavens i return to venus grateful thanks and her i do beseech and entreat that i may win him whom i love and whom i seek to win and that to me he may prove gentle 
and not make a difficulty about what i desire i hope it may be so although many ladies are seeking to win him for themselves he disdains them and estranges himself from all but you alone therefore this fear torments me since he is so disdainful lest his eyes when he beholds me should change his sentiments and his own gracefulness should at once disdain my form he will not do so be of good heart how she does slight herself i fear lest your account may have surpassed my looks i've taken care of this that you shall be fairer than his expectations troth if he shall refuse to take me as his wife by heavens i'll embrace his knees and entreat him if i shall be unable to prevail on him in some way or other i'll put myself to death i'm quite sure that without him i cannot live i see that i must prevent this woman's death shall i accost her by no means for you will be making yourself cheap if you lavish yourself away of your own accord let her come spontaneously seek you court you strive to win you unless you wish to lose that glory which you have please have a care what you do for i know that this was never the lot of any mortal except two persons yourself and phaon of lesbos to be loved so desperately i'll go indoors or oh, my dear milfidippa do you call him out of doors ay let's wait until some one comes out i can't restrain myself from going into him the door's fastened i'll break it in then you are not in your senses if he has ever loved or if he has wisdom equal to his beauty whatever i may do through love he will pardon me by reason of his compassionate feelings prithee do see how distracted the poor thing is with love tis mutual in us hush don't you let her hear why do you stand stupefied why don't you knock because he is not within whom i want how do you know by my troth i do know it easily for my nose would scent him if he were within she is a diviner because she is in love with me venus has made her prophesy he is somewhere or other close at hand whom i do so long to behold i'm sure i smell him troth now she really sees better with her nose than with her eyes she is blind from love prithee do support me why lest i should fall why because i cannot stand my senses my senses are sinking so by reason of my eyes heavens you've seen the captain i have i don't see him where is he troth you would see him if you were in love thy faith you don't love him more than i do myself with your good leave no doubt all of the women as soon as each has seen you are in love with you i don't know whether you have heard it from me or not i'm the grandson of venus my dear milfidippa prithee do approach and accost him how she does stand in awe of me she is coming towards us milfidippa 
advancing. I wish to speak with you. And we with you. I have brought my mistress out of the house as you requested me. So I see. Request her, then, to approach. Since you have entreated it, I have prevailed upon my mind not to detest her just like other women. High faith, she wouldn't be able to utter a word if she were to come near you. While she was looking at you, her eyes have in the meantime tied her tongue. I see that this woman's disorder must be cured. See how terrified she is since she beheld you? Even armoured men are the same. Don't wonder at a woman being so. But what does she wish me to do? You to come to her house. She wishes to live and to pass her life with you. What? I come home to her when she is a married woman? Her husband is to be stood in fear of. Why, for your sake, she has turned her husband out of her house. How? How could she do so? The house was her marriage portion. Was it so? It was so, on my word. Better go home. I'll be there just now. Take care and don't keep her in expectation. Don't torment her feelings. Not I, indeed. Do you go then? We are going. Acrotiludium and Milfitipa go into house of Periplocomenus. But what do I see? What do you see? See there. Someone is coming. I know not who, but in a sailor's dress. He is surely wanting us now. Really, it is the shipmaster. He's come, I suppose, to fetch her? I fancy so. Scene 7. Enter Plusicles at a distance in a sailor's dress. Plusicles to himself. Did I not know that another man in other ways has done many a thing unbecomingly on account of love? I should be more ashamed by reason of love for me to be going in this garb. But since I have learned that many persons, by reasons of love, have committed many actions, disgraceful and estranged from what is good. For I pass by how Achilles suffered his comrades to be slain. But there's Polystrio, he's standing with the captain. My talk must now be changed for another kind. Aloud. Woman is surely born of tardiness itself, for every other delay, which is a delay just as much, seems a less delay than that which is on account of a woman. I really think that this is done merely from habit. But I shall call for this Philocomassium. I'll knock at the door then. Hello, is there anyone here? Knocks at the captain's door. Young man, what is it? What do you want? Why are you knocking? I've come to inquire for Philocomassium. I'm come from her mother. If she's for going, let her set off. She's delaying us all. We wish to weigh anchor. Her things have been some time in readiness. Hark ye, Palestrio, take some assistance with you to carry to the ship her golden trinkets, her furniture, apparel, 
all her precious things all the articles are already packed up which i gave her i'll go goes into the house troth now prithee do make haste there shall be no delay pray what is it that has been done with your eye troth but i have my eye points to the right one but the left one i mean i'll tell you on account of the sea i use this eye less but if i kept away from the sea i should use the one like the other but they are detaining me too long see here they are coming out scene eight enter polistrio and philocomasium from the captain's house polistrio to philocomasium prithee when will you this day make an end of your weeping what can i do but weep i am going away hence where i have spent my days most happily see there's the man that has come from your mother and sister pointing to plusicles i see him palestrio do you hear what is your pleasure aren't you ordering these presents to be brought out which i gave her health to you philocomasium and health to you your mother and sister bade me give their love to you heaven prosper them they beg you to set out so that while the wind is fair they may set sail but if your mother's eyes had been well she would have come together with me i'll go although i do it with regret duty compels me you act wisely if she had not been passing her life with myself this day she would have been a blockhead i am distracted at this that i am estranged from such a man for you are able to make any woman whatever abound in wit and because i was living with you for that reason i was of a very lofty spirit i see that i must lose that loftiness of mine <gasps> pretends to cry don't weep i can't help it when i look upon you be of good courage i know what pain it is to me i really don't wonder now philocomasium if you were here with happiness to yourself when i a servant as i look at him weep because we are parting pretends to cry so much of his beauty his manners his valour captivated your feelings <laughs> prithee do let me embrace you before i depart by all means philocomasium embracing him oh my eyes oh my life do hold up the woman i entreat you lest she should fall he takes hold of her and she pretends to faint what means this because after she had quitted you she suddenly became faint poor thing run in and fetch some water i want no water but i had rather you would keep at a distance prithee don't you interfere till she comes to Virgo Polynices, observing Plusicles, who is holding Philocomasium in his arm. They have their heads too closely in contact between them. I don't like it. He is soldering his lips to hers. What the plague are you about? 
I am trying whether she was breathing or not. You ought to have applied your ear, then. If you had rather, I'll let her go. No, I don't care. Do you support her? To my misery, I'm quite distracted. Go and bring here from indoors all the things that I have given her. And even now, household god, do I salute thee before I depart. My fellow servants, both male and female, all farewell, and happy may you live. Prithee, though absent, among yourselves bestow your blessings upon me as well. Come, Palastrio, be of good courage. Alas, alas, I cannot but weep since from you I must depart. Bear it with patience. Philocomacium, feigning to recover. Huh? How's this? What means it? Hail, O oh light! Are you recovered now? Prithee, what person am I embracing? I'm undone. Am I myself? Glucicles, in a low voice. Fear not, my delight. What means all this? Just now she swooned away here. I fear and dread that this at last may take place too openly. What is that you say? I fear that someone may turn it to your discredit while all these things are being carried after us through the city. I have given away my own property, and not theirs. I care but little for other people. Be off, then. Go with the blessing of the gods. Tis for your sake I say it. I believe you. And now, farewell. And heartily farewell to you. Pelistrio to Clusicles and Philocomasium as they leave. Go you quickly on. I'll overtake you directly. I wish to speak a few words with my master. To Pergo Polynices. Although you have ever deemed others more faithful to yourself than me, still do I owe you many thanks for all things. And if such were your feelings, I would rather be a slave to you by far than be the freedman of another. Be of good courage. Ah, me, when it comes in my mind how my manners must be changed, how womanish manners must be learnt, and the military ones forgotten. Take care and be honest. I can be so no longer. I have lost all inclination. Go, follow them. Don't linger. Fare you right well. And heartily fare you well. Prithee, do remember me. If, perchance, I should happen to be made free, I'll send the news to you. Don't you forsake me. That is not my habit. Consider, every now and then, how faithful I have been to you. If you do that, then at last you'll know who is honest towards you, and who dishonest. I know it. I have often found that true, as well before as today in especial. Do you know it? Aye, and this day I'll make you hereafter say still more how true it is. I can hardly refrain from bidding you to stay. Take care how you do that. They may say that you are a liar and not truthful, that you have no honor. They may say that no one of your slaves is trustworthy except myself. If indeed I thought you could do it with honor, I should advise you. But it cannot be. Take care how you do so. Be off. I'll be content then. 
whatever happens then fare you well twere better you should go with a good heart still once more farewell exit before this affair i had always thought that he was a most rascally servant still i find that he is faithful to me when i consider with myself i have done unwisely in parting with him i'll go hence at once now to my love here the door too i perceive makes a noise there scene nine enter a boy from the house of periplocomenus boy to someone within don't you be advising me i remember my duty this moment i'll find him wherever on earth he may chance to be i'll search him out i'll not be sparing of my pains tis i he is looking for i'll go and meet this boy oh i'm looking for you save you dearest sir one loaded by opportunity with her gifts and whom before all others two divinities do favour what two mars and venus a sprightly boy she entreats that you will go in she wishes she longs for you and while expecting you she's dying for you to succour one in love why do you stay why don't you go in well i'll go enters the house of periplacominus <laughs> there he has entangled himself at once in the toils the snare is prepared the old gentleman is standing at his post to attack the lecher who is so boastful of his good looks who thinks that whatever woman sees him all are in love with him whom all both men and women detest now i will go on to the uproar i hear a tumult within End of Act Four.